this, you know, this scientific group said that greenhouse gases must be reduced by 80 percent by 2050 if we're going to avert climate disasters. Now this, we have a technician. So I'll have to, oh, we're coming back here. Don't debit my time. <laughs> now, this 80% reduction is, just not, is not only just academic dreaming. The state of California has a goal to reduce the greenhouse gases by 80% by 2050. President Obama has said he's going to adopt that same goal. The European Union has that same goal. So this is, this is real. But to accomplish that goal is what people can't really get their heads around. And that is, we really need to transform vehicles from something very different from what they are now. We have to transform our fuels, and we have to transform mobility. And this is not a trivial, uh, uh, a trivial goal to accomplish, obviously. So the book, this book is about the role that the automobile industry plays in that, the role the, the oil industry plays, the role us as consumers play, and the role of policy. And it has a separate chapter on California because California has been a, uh, a leader. I like to say California has been a leader. It makes me very proud to be a, re you know, a, a resident of the nation state of California, that we have been a leader in policy, but in fact, we actually haven't changed much yet. So. We're putting the policy in place, we've got the leadership, but now we've actually got to follow through. And I should note something uh, very important to me. Uh, two days ago, the Air Resources, California Air Resources Board, which I, si I sit on the board of the Air Resources Board, which, uh, which has been a, a very eye-opening experience in terms of how government really works. But we, a couple days ago, Thursday, we adopted the low carbon fuel standard for the state of California. And this is monumental. This is a policy that tells the oil companies they've got to change, that they've got to start switching to low carbon alternative fuels, sets targets and penalties, and it starts the process. And here again, California is a leadership. And here again, we have the policy, and of course, now we actually have to follow through. So, um, but this is not, you know, this book here is not an alarmist diatribe. You know, in the book, we, we don't reject cars and oil. We, we embrace them. They've done a, uh, they played a very important role in the success of the U.S. They provided unprecedented mobility, unprecedented freedom. But frankly, we've overdone it. We've overshot. So there's, if you want to be pessimistic, it's very easy to be pessimistic. We've, our markets have failed. Our policies have failed. Almost all trends are going in the wrong direction. We're using, we have more vehicles. We have, we're using more oil. We're producing more greenhouse gases. Mass transit has virtually disappeared in this country. It serves, mass transit, you know, serves two and a half percent of passenger travel. Two and a half percent. Cars have essentially vanquished uh, transit. And even worse, the transportation sector is probably the least innovative sector in our society. If you think about it, it's, it's hardly changed in 80 years. Functionally, it's almost the same as it was 80 years ago. We have vehicles that have basically the same performance characteristics on the same kind of roads, using the same kind of fuels. And here we've had this information technology revolution. You barely notice it in transportation. You know, we get a little map in our cars. If we pay a little more, it tells us how to get somewhere. But really, in some fundamental way, it hasn't changed. So um, 
So an example of this, okay. You know, we can create a better transportation system. We haven't, but we can create one that's better, that provides better service and costs us less money and is less polluting. There are th ideas like smart car sharing, smart jitneys. We can use little neighborhood cars. We can use our internet or our cell phones to, to call a vehicle to come pick us up uh, wherever we want to go. You know, in the end, people think we have an optimal transportation system in some way. But if you think about it, most of us would rather be chauffeured. Most of us don't really want to drive and get stuck in traffic and have to deal with parking. So. Can you hear me when I, uh, <laughs> I'll speak a little louder. Okay, so, so we can create a better system and you know, we need to start moving in that direction as, as John you know, asked the question.